Welcome to episode 195 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Warlock spell continues with Warlock the Armageddon from 1993. Welcome to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. And we are continuing our Warlock spell. Oh, yeah. Adam's casting some spells over <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, some uh, Great Lakes spells. <laughs> With the second film in the series, Warlock the Armageddon from 1993. Uh, yes, we still have one more after this. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, this is, <laughs> this is Maddie's pick, and I'm here. I watched it. And Look it's, at you it was go. a movie. Look at this. this, this is, he's in my, I, I, my I, seat I, here. I feel like there is a bus that I'm getting thrown under. Because like every time I like, we should watch this, like, ah, you should wait to do this. Like, I, why, I, why don't we watch I've this? I've never like, said anything that. Okay, listen. No, I'm glad we watched this. Because yeah. again, I've owned this, I've wanted to check mm. them out. You know, hopefully Wishmaster ends up being better. I've but. only seen the first one of this series, and I loved the first one. Right. Uh, I can't say anything about the second or the third, and you guys didn't like the first, so like we'll see how this. Okay. Uh, I was uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. I, In the end, I think Kyle and I uh, we came from. I think maybe did you have? You guys are both sex. Did you have, do you think it was going to be better than that? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and I did not. So that that's where we like yeah. my I was like wow this is not the worst thing I've ever seen and then I, think I was I, like well this is not the worst spoiler thing I've but seen. I think this film is the same thing I think the thing about this series for me at least. Is there's great sequences? I just don't think mm. as a whole they necessarily work. But that you know maybe that's just me. Um, but He's yeah, already spoiling this. But those, there are some really cool like effect sequences. Yeah. There's some cool ideas. They do some stuff. Um, anyways, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about. But we've uh, uh, the real reason it's bothering Kyle is we have a, our big top hundred slashers of all time series starting two episodes from now. We're gonna do uh, twenty episodes. Uh, twenty. Um, Movies per episode for uh, I think we might five episodes. Five I think I think we did twenty five episodes twenty five movies per episode four episodes. I think. Oh, that's all we can cover now. Well, because we have nine next episodes going to be one ninety six, and then we have one ninety seven, one ninety eight, one ninety two. Oh yeah. Um, I think just the way it worked out, but that's okay. Again, yeah. I I think slashers. I mean. They're not something you know. They, they kind of there is a repetitive formula. So a four part. You usually series, don't want to surprise. Part. You know some of the the spoilers. So you know it's not like you could sit there and talk about every movie for an hour. Anyway, so I think it's gonna be plenty we're, of time. We're getting good at the list too. Yeah, the list we're uh, getting we're snappy. snappy, and uh, this is this is the the episode that if you're not into snappy, I'm sure we won't be always snappy <laughs> on this one. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's coming up, but and that's the other reason Kyle just wants to watch slashers. I've just been watching an insane amount, but yeah, so I am totally enjoying it, even if I haven't been finding too many gems. 
uh, in amongst. So, so uh, why don't you tell us about one of yeah. your non gems of, yeah. of the slashers? Uh, so this, I, this week. I think this year I kind of went in um, uh, in order by year. So I'm going to start in the earliest from 1984. Uh, a little film called Night. Uh, sorry, for, I was going to say a film called 1984. For 1984, a film called Silent Madness. Now, Vinegar Syndrome. We were just talking about them uh, before we recorded. Yeah. They put this one out on Blu-ray. This is actually. I wish again. I wish I had a 3D TV because this is one of those ones that came out during the 3D oh, phase. Proper 3D. There's some stuff where you're getting a, a knife thrown at the screen, and it's like it looks like shit. Watching it, it probably would be a blast to see it mm-hmm. in 3D. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about this. <laughs> this is one where they, they accidentally released the wrong patient. He has a similar name, and they release uh, a patient out of this um, asylum that is actually a crazed killer, and he goes on a killing spree. The hospital, though, is embarrassed by this and doesn't want this to get out, so they're, they're actually going to cover, oh, they it cover it up to the point where they might start killing people if they need to to hide this um, to make it not get out that they did this. Um, the, the one, um, I guess she's a psychiatrist doctor there. She discovers this and then goes looking for this killer. She's played by Belinda Montgomery, which I'm trying to look at. Like I've seen her and stuff. I know that she has a huge, huge list in her filmography. There's like a hundred films there. Um, but I was trying to see, trying to remember what I I saw her and I I can't picture her, but tons of films that I I know I've seen, but she's pretty good in this. Um, but the rest of this film is just kind of like like the killer you see. He just looks like a crazy killer. He doesn't have much personality, um, like Julian Sands. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just got like a bald head. He looks like your stereotypical escape patient. Throwing the, the, yeah, he the is recently like, deceased Julian yeah. Sands out of the bus. Rest in peace, Julian Sands. But yeah, I wish you were better in these films. Uh, Anyways, yeah, it's just the, the kills were kind of forgettable. There's there's a cool scene where the girl's playing Dragon's Lair, and so and he, she gets killed. The, the arcade Dragon's Lair. It's kind of fun seeing that on screen. Um, <laughs> that's like the highlight of this. That's the highlight. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give this one uh, five out of ten. Like it was okay. okay. Again, I like the lead actress. There's stuff I did like, but for the most part, yeah. it's a pretty forgettable, bland slasher. There's there's not too many. There's more sequences in Warlock that are memorable than. Um, in this this film, <laughs> wow. some warlock is love that, there. Is, is that the fence post that you're like a? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna Judging be like. Well, it's not movies. as bad. Imagine <laughs> if I was this terrible to like nature gonna muck yourself. No, dude, don't go in the woods. You literally like just left that episode. You were here in person. You're here in body, but not as. He, he waited until we started talking about that movie, <laughs> as opposed to like throwing daggers at it before we even started talking about that. It. Don't go in the woods, like. And that's a great fucking slasher. <laughs> oh my god! That's a film that moves at a good pace. Talking about a movie that moves at a good pace—that that's so much fun. Anyways, we've already talked about that one. I think, like now, because of my hatred, this is somehow becoming a thing. Like that is not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. Maddie, what did you yeah. watch? <laughs> I watched actually. I only watched one movie this year. Uh, oh, this whole year. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> really. Good. I've been saving this yeah, one. Yeah. Five minutes at a time, guys. Mulholland Drive. Oh, fuck. This is my first foray into this movie, and I can't believe I have slept on this movie for so long. Like, it is such a ride to go down. This is, so we we, we were covering 2007, and, and I think we got into some of foundational movies mm-hmm. that we were, and, and, the, and, and, you know, Oppenheimer and how, you know, uh, I, I talked about Memento being su- such a movie yeah. that like kind of changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. This was another one when I was in high school where I watched Mulholland Drive and was like, uh, "Movies can be this, eh?" What? Like, like uh, 
and I, I thought about it a bunch. I remember, like, I have the VHS still in my basement, uh, which I'll probably never get From rid of. From the hop, you have no idea. Have you seen Mulholland Drive, buddy? No, I actually have not seen. Oh, sorry, I have seen one David Lynch film that I watched recently a year or two ago. Eraserhead, that's it, which right? Which I didn't Okay, love. yeah, yeah, fair enough. This movie, From the Hop, it opens up with this weird Very different scene. movies, but it would No, I, I do, again, we, we almost did talk about David Lynch, and that, that yeah. is something maybe next year we can tackle, because mm-hmm. I would love to see, there's a Blue yeah, Velvet, there's, there's blue a bunch Velvet's of films amazing. that I, I'm yeah. curious. Whether I'm going to like them, I still do want to watch them. Yeah, they, they are such special movies, like, there's nothing that can compare prepare you for watching yeah. these movies they don't go any direction you think they're going to go like the minute you get comfortable like oh i know where this is going it just zags usually when people say like oh this is kind of like inspired it's like a dream world and you're like uh i don't i like i on it that usually you think of uh west craven right yeah <laughs> I, I i i honestly have it's like ooh, like little like it looks like, 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 like prom night the opening of prom night where it's like a little uh, hazy I, and uh <laughs> oh yes uh i actually have seen that opening <laughs> or like in the same by the bell when it has like that pink wiggles on the outside like yeah like yeah. it's just flowing things sure. we're actually lynch it's almost like dream logic there is no logic what's happening even like okay this starts off with this crazy dance scene almost like a I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the hilarious House of Frankenstein. There was just be scenes where the guy dances in the shadows of uh, things going on on the yeah, outside. Yeah. I don't know what that's Igor. called, but it is so fucking crazy. It's almost like a box step that's happening. It just opens up to this young lady and two old people laughing and having a great time in an airport. And like, I, I can't explain this movie. Like, it's it's so... a very difficult movie. Like when you're talking about plot, because it it almost sets up almost like a soap opera plot in a way mm. but it keeps interjecting these other ideas and then it flips like a motherfucker uh so there's this young lady on her way to a party i guess in the Naomi Watts. Hills. no oh, uh, 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 uh laura uh herring yes yes and uh the, she's like we don't stop here and the driver's like you do and he gets oh that, yeah yeah as he's about to kill her there's a, a guy who's a young fellas who are partying, driving down the street, as you do when you're a young fellow, drinking beers, hanging out the sunroof. There's an accident. And I guess during this accident, she gets away from the uh, murder, right. being killed, and she has no memory of where she came and from. And that's when she gets to the, the, the apartment complex, right. And she finds uh, Naomi Watts, who I can't believe I slept on her for so long. She is, I've saw three movies in the past month with her. I'm like, She's amazing. Eastern Promises, Funny Games, and this. like That is enough to like, wow, she is. That's a, that's the, you could retire. Yep. That's, and she is good in all these. She is fantastic in this movie. Like This is, I think, as good as, one, it's a great role. Mm-hmm. You get to do all of these different kinds of sides mm-hmm. of that character. She plays like a Hollywood starlet from the 40s, uh, uh, bummed out, because she's acting as a, 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 a a waitress, an addict. A, a addict. She's a, a a sleaze who's sleeping with her dad's best friend in this like audition. Like this movie goes so many different places, and she's believable in all of them. And and if she isn't, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it, it like Lynch is great at hiring actors often to play one dimensional parts. Mm-hmm. You even think about Twin Peaks. You got all these, <laughs> you know, Laura Flynn Boyle in that basically is only good at playing this like. Yeah. One character throughout the thing. She's great at it, but she's that. Mm-hmm. Or or play Peggy Fleming at the diner. She's great at that, but she's that. Mm-hmm. 
Naomi Watts has to do every sort of lynching character. And she pulls it off in spades. Everything. Everything is great. I haven't. This is another one that I watched a lot Mm -hmm. uh, when it first came out, and I was in high school and early university, and I haven't seen since. And I've got oh, uh, it's because Kyle keeps teasing that we're going to do this goddamn thing. (laughs) I'm going to watch it for Noir Vember, I think, Mm -hmm. this year. Um, Yeah, it works. Because uh, it's it's it, it I, plays I, into that. I, I got to give this movie nine, and I feel like if I watch it once more right now, it'd go up to like nine point five. Like the, it's yeah, like uh, I've never had a, a movie where the bottom drops out of me so hard. And you're like, okay, what am I watching? And then like something snaps. You're like, this movie's insane. Insane. But you fu- you go with it, right? Like of course, because you're already there. Like there are so many great scenes where like you're set up with a bunch of different characters doing a bunch of different crazy things. And you're like, okay, well, this is odd. We're but, trying to figure out where this is he going. But then he does the Lynchian thing where he pulls you back, and mm. you get these like emotional center things that almost make you just want to fucking well up and like. There is one scene where they're at this uh, uh, opera house, a Silencio, and she is. Uh, her and her buddy are watching this scene. It's like everything is recorded, and like I guess it's just a tape recorder. So all these actors are lip syncing. Oh, that, to that one, everything, yes. and like. It boggles your mind. There's one of Spanish singing of crying by Roy Oberson, but yes. it was like a almost like a flamenco singer, and it just breaks your heart. You're like you well up they, by how and beautiful their faces, it is. and you can see like oh, what's the layer of this? Where is this going? And that's when you're you're almost at the crux point yeah. where it's gonna fucking flip on you, right? It's it, everything is recorded. I I can't wait. Uh, you briefly, we I saw you a couple days ago, and mm. you you mentioned this, and I was like. We started. He, it was just to be like, "Oh, you watch this movie," and then we. I but I don't want to talk about because we'll talk about on the podcast as we all, yeah. often we'll have these odd encounters with each other in in the real world, and we'll be like, "Well, I don't want to talk about this outside thing. the studio." You feel and like we're we like, couldn't help ourselves. And yeah. all I kept thinking was like, "How the fuck have I let?" Several years go by without watching this movie. 18 years ago. I, I bet the last time I watched this was 2005 or 2006. I, I can't believe I haven't watched it. I, I, I kind of want to go down and watch Twin Peaks again. Like, I think I've I been might wa- do that. I might do that over the holidays, mm-hmm. uh, which will be my third. T- but I've got The Return. I haven't seen The Return yet. Oh, well, there you go, Have you man. seen The Return? I have not. All right. So, yeah. yeah I, 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 I moved movie nine, and I feel if I... Uh, did it once more. It might go up to nine point five. T- like it's, uh, I'll, I'll just tell the the yeah. listeners at home for Kyle or Maddie on first time watch to give something a nine mm-hmm. is almost unheard of on this show. Yeah, it's true. Like Matt, uh, Kyle is is a quintessential known known to all of our listeners <laughs> as the harder kind of marker and scorer. But Maddie, you're. You're, you're, I usually give I usually give eights. But yeah, like nine but is, nine is, is is like we've watched classic movies yeah. and Maddie will be like, no, it's an eight. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Hitchcock. Seven point five. Yeah, yeah. You, you only gave you. I was listening to because we were trying to figure out what yeah. we give Maniacs, and we yeah. had to like push you to give Laura an eight. Yeah. Hey man, oh. do better. I'm just saying, Hitchcock, do better. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, or, or, or whoever. Why, else. why do you put a lip syncing yeah. in there? Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, he loves lip syncing. Uh, Lynch like with the because yes. uh, that like uh, one scene went in like Blue Velvet when the guy's lip syncing to like oh yes uh, Frank Booth uh, Frank Booth yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah I think he's doing Roy Person as well but I could be mistaken it's streaming uh, yeah. is, isn't it in that one um, I, it's been a while but anyway uh, yeah but, uh, like I I'd love to like I'd love to do a Lynch because I I've 
I've watched. I'm willing to watch. This and movie I have again. a couple like I've never seen um, uh, the the Cage and uh, uh, Laura Dern movie. Uh, something Jurassic Park. Oh, Wild at Heart. Wild I actually own that. Uh, strangely, uh, I watch it. Like uh, most most of his, uh, I've got mm-hmm. the Return to Still Watch, which I've just been waiting. It's eight. Like all these directors would be like, this is the greatest movie. Of the last ten years, Which movie? it's Twin Peaks: The Return. Oh, okay. But it's a fucking TV show. But That's like, just it. He just made a TV show so he could do this. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like ten episodes, kind of deal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or, tw- or, or yeah, somewhere around there. Anyways, Kyle, what else you watch? You have you, keep going. You okay? I, you haven't talked about anything, have you? Like, that's fine. I talked a lot on that one. Um, I'm so excited. That <laughs> yeah, Maddie yeah, exactly. Is that movie too. Okay. Well. Um, Complete opposite way, or maybe not. Uh, I did uh, Splatter Farm from 1987. Which was actually the main inspiration <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for Mulholland Drive. So this is directed by the Polonia Brothers, um, who've done like 150 credits to their name. Like they're awesome. the guys. They're still making shitty like Shark Exorcist or whatever. All those type <laughs> of type of movies. So this is one of the. I think they made this. I think they were still in high school. They're two twin brothers. They star in this film. Uh, I'm pretty sure it must be their buddy and maybe their grandma or aunt or something. So glad you're watching this instead of me already. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just this crude, low-budget shocker uh, shot on video, of course, which have you done a shot on video movie yet? You would fucking struggle with those. Uh, McPherson tapes. Okay. Oh, yeah. McPherson. That's good because it's like oh, 60 okay, yeah. minutes. Yeah. That kind of deal. So, shot, I don't shot on video the first one. I watched first one or two, and I'm like, oof, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Man, I am totally loving it. I, I don't, uh, no, I had to watch a bunch of these in um, university. University. I hate these movies. They were all adult movies, though. Like, no, is it your professor? Like, no, what all, do you think of this? They're almost all experimental movies at that point. But, like, so these are, yeah. I, I feel like most of the horror ones I'm watching, they're not experimental. They're actually people that, like, they love movies. That's all I can they, get. They love movies. They don't really have talent, though. They didn't go to film school. They just know, like, I, I watched film someone this. recreate. Uh, 2001 in their, in their home, but it's like actually, like that actually might be like, oh, well, there was a movie with a Jack, uh, a Jack Black and uh, I think Moss Depp. And Most they, they made, the, that's uh, oh, yeah. Be Kind Rewind. Rewind. And they made like Sweden. a bunch of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love that's not that. Okay. That's a, amazing. That, but yeah. Michelle Gondry is not yeah. some person just filming stuff in yes, their fucking home. Anyways, Kyle, go. go so on. this yeah. film literally opens up with an axe to the head. This guy has just killed someone, this young teen. He's hacking up the body. Two minutes in, he picks up the arm, puts in his pants, and starts jerking off. <laughs> As you do. So right away, two minutes in, you know what kind of film you're getting. These twin brothers are going to visit their aunt. They kind of say, gosh, she likes you better than me. You get there, the aunt wants to fuck the nephew. <laughs> she's like this old woman, and she's like licking her lips. <laughs> and she's just like, and then she drugs him later on. There's like a weird rape scene. She's like, I'm just so horny. <laughs> there's there's cannibalism in this, implied necrophilia, decapitation, decapitation head licking and fucking. <laughs> of course. Puts the, the head up there. Again, it's not showing any of this. It's one of those things. Like, is there a line? That says, it's not Serbian movie, okay? Like the whole time, this movie is so fucked up and stupid and cheesy. You can't help but laugh. Like, oh my! Like you can tell this movie was like, how can we shock you next? Uh, yeah, you have the incestuous old aunt, a mask made out of human skin. Like, but doesn't actually Astra. shock you because it's so inept. Ah, uh, I don't know. Like, I was pretty shocked when he started 
right. you know, puts the hand. Like, I'm like, it's mm. a great, like, if, if I, I could see a perfect first shot of a movie, an axe just hitting a head. Is that the, yeah, the yeah. first shot? Something like that, yeah. But if that was like, you're looking on screen, and then it's just somebody's face, and maybe they're terror, maybe they're not, mm. and then a fucking axe goes down, black, title cards no that's a good movie that, that's not this though <laughs> let's be clear here this is like you hit something it's probably like a just pile of shit on the floor a pile of a bag of it but the, yeah. uh, there's also golden showers in this An- oh. anal fisting poo play what? slash facials <laughs> what, what, what kind of movie is and this to top it all off there's a vaginal dynamite explosion um yeah this, this is a bad movie is this like a softcore but no, like no, no, no. It's not even there's no, porn. there's no nudity in oh, it. Oh, it's like, just you like don't implied see shit. Um, like when he puts the thing, you just see him put the hand in his in like here and yeah. move it up and down, but you don't see his dick. Like uh. they're not actually when he's got the head, he's just this. Like he probably doesn't even have a pants pulled down. The ant is probably like his real ant. So like all that is like when she's fucking raping him, you just see like there's a blanket over top and it's moving up uh, and down. Like, and, like um, there was probably not even two people underneath the thing, but yeah, this it's like 60, 70 minutes, which is great about all these films. Mm. Again, it's not, it's not a good film. I'm not going to give it a good rating, but at the same time, I was kind of like, what are you going to give me next? Cause you keep <laughs> on fucking grave, giving me crazy shit. I'm going to give it five and a half out of 10. I, uh, wow. again, I'm going to still buy this. Yeah. <laughs> if this gets like a fucking vinegar syndrome, Blu-ray, I'm going to be first in line. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was something. That's that's for sure. <laughs> I guess it's something. pretty well known. Like this is in the community. And these guys like went on to this career. They made 150 million, sorry, 150 movies. Um, I think it's just again when you put out something in the 80s, it got around yeah. right. Like you'd go to your friends in school and be like, "Dude, I saw this fucking movie. You have to check guess, this out." Like the guy fucks a dead head. He, here <laughs> is like a, a decapitated head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, well, you know. I'm going to go into uh, something that, that, that does show the dick. Oh. Righteous Gemstones, season three. Oh! Uh, Maddie, you, you've been into this I, one. I'm, I'm only on uh, episode three of this right now, and uh, Steve Zahn is a treasure. Oh, yeah. Steve Zahn a, is a, a treasure. treasure. <laughs> uh, so Steve Zahn is in this ep- uh, the season. Now he is um, the gemstone, the three kids. He's the uncle. Uh, and you get to meet Eli uh, John Goodman's sister, who's played by Kristen Johnson, who was most known for uh, Third Rock, Third Rock from the Sun. Sun. She's quite good in this as mm. well. This show is fucking hilarious. It really is. But also, it's directed so well. Every episode is is great. So Jody Hill, who's always been doing all the Danny McBride movies, is doing this. But also David Gordon Green directs a, an episode, and it's better than any of the fucking Halloween episodes. Or uh, Halloween... Yeah, they're episodes. They're they're just fucking move, like TV movies that suck. I dis- I disagree. I think there's some good direction in those movies. I think he's story-wise, a, they're He's ass. a great director, yeah. but guess what? He's so much better in this one episode than he in any of that because he's got a good story. He's got good action scenes to play out. The action scenes in in the show that is a comedy. Is this the uh, when they raid? The yeah, compound? when they when yeah. They, I don't know if he's got the raid the compound. That might be in Jody Hill. Mm. There's a big fight sequence in one of them that mm. is graphic. Again, lots of dick in this season. <laughs> Um, There's always a lot of dick in these episodes. Oh, Steve Zahn's it? Next, no, we don't get Steve Zahn's, oh, okay. uh, unfortunately. He's, he's, he's high. He, he's one of them fellas that every time he is in something, oh, it's Steve Zahn. 
he plays Steve Zahn, but like every character is so different. Yeah. But it's still that. I think we've uh, underrated Steve Zahn for years now. I was thinking that. Uh, and and uh, the Steve Zahnissance <laughs> has to begin huh. today. Do uh, <laughs> you heard here, folks? Steve Zahn, watch out for him. Yeah, like I remember seeing the White Lotus, the season mm. one, and he was in that and was like, Fuck, is Steve Zahn this great? Like, how is he so good? Steve Zahn is on other sides of the spectrum. Treme is, oh, yeah, he's so good in that. Uh, But other side of the spectrum, all those three characters, not alike, not the same character. But they're still Steve Zahn at the core. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still playing himself in everything, but just he knows how to act. Different lives. Mm-hmm. He plays different lives as Steve Zahn. Yeah, he's a he's a fucking uh, American treasure for sure. Um, I think this is one of the best shows on on TV currently right now. I'm going to talk about another show in a, a bit that is is considered um, maybe the best show of of, of TV, and I I don't hor- like totally disagree, but I think this is better. Uh, this is going to be an eight point five lean on uh, like nine. Like, like th- this might be the best season. This is probably the best directed season. This should have been your last thing we talked about before we talked about Armageddon because we could have like speaking of righteous gemstones. Here is Armageddon Warlock <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Rod, what else you watch, buddy? I was just going to say I actually have Crave, so I, I get all these shows. Oh, now. nice. I'm- Probably still not going to watch them, but, <laughs> but I get them. So maybe one of these days. Yeah, like th- this is an example. I-, I could see you liking this because they're they're half an hour episodes. They're How many episodes in a season? Ten. Ten. Okay. I still need to finish. What's that one um, with the dude from Community? Joel McHale? No. Um, Dan Harmon? Oh, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta is fucking amazing. But even that, that's not that long, and I got to like season two and <laughs> yeah. uh, took a pause on it. Yeah, we're going to watch this slasher instead. Yeah, too busy watching slashers. Um, maybe if we do a top 100 TV or something, it'll be encouraging. That'd be insane. Yeah. Um, you can maybe do top 25. TV shows? You'd have to do full series, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, are you going to watch the entire run of Cheers? Are you going to watch the entire run of Frasier? Like, <laughs> I think yeah, you could do the best of. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I could. I think you guys could do it. For me, I would literally have to go and watch. Yeah, exactly. All these like, you like the Simpsons. Like, you watch like. But I'm, I'm dedicated. So. I, if you look like, yeah, yeah. I'm done, I've Fair done enough. I have done you almost a hundred <laughs> slashers. Honestly, in the past four we were months. talking about episode three hundred, and it's like, oh, are you opening this up? Like, <laughs> can I ask for? Top fifty well, I, TV shows of well, all time. Well, just like I think it's no secret, I kind of force top slashers. Maybe yeah. not, not necessarily Maddie, but maybe on you. Yeah. No, I, I love. I think yeah. the next one I kind of forced on you guys. So I think that like the the two fifty I've kind of forced on you guys. So three hundred is uh, that's you guys drum with it. Um, I'll, I'll do whatever. Paper rock scissors. See who gets to pick, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Top one hundred like dick movie, dick shots in a movie. I'm down. <laughs> That's your um, pick already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's trying to influence us. I sure would hate this. Hot, <laughs> hot saucy, uh, hot saucy pizza girl has been waiting to watch that one. Um, okay, what do you yeah, watch? Anyways, uh, I watched uh, another slasher. So now I'm going to 1987. I hit a bunch of like pretty good, but not. Good, you know what I mean? Like they're not, the they're not, they're not quite like they're better in the middle of the road. It's just like they're they're all missing a little something that would put them over that mm. that spot. So American Gothic from 1988. Have you seen this one? Oh no, it's my two watch list. That's the uh, so a this group Rod, of, is this Rod Steiger? Rod Steiger yeah. and Yvonne, Yvonne De Carlo, who was um, Lily Monster in, uh, and and in, Chris uh, Cross and and. Uh, Brute force, like like some classic noir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was. Yeah, I thought you were talking about 
Bruce Cost is a person. And I was like, I don't know who that is. But um, yeah, so the, these people, it opens up this woman, uh, it, like it opens up, she uh, had a traumatic event. Her baby died. I guess she left her the baby in a bathtub. She went and got the phone and this and this. And by the time she got there, the baby died. So she's suffering this traumatic event. Her and her friends are going to take her away. The doctor's just good away. So she's going to go on a vacation, and they're on like. Is this fun to Carla? No, sorry. This is whoever. I don't even know who this. Mm, sorry, I was is. just gonna be like, she's gonna no, be like Devon to Carlo. Carlo and uh, Steiger are the the older couple that ah, they can okay. run into. So the plane, it, it's it's uh, it's 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 um, breaking down. So they land on this island. island. Um, they're stuck here. They go looking for food, and they find this like house in the middle of nowhere, and that's where they run into this people who this are pretty much family, Amish. Right? They don't have telephone. They don't have tel- uh, any way to television. Um, you know, they're telling them about stuff, and they're like, hey, "You're making this stuff up." Um, they also have these these siblings that are all fucking crazy. There's this woman who's like in her. 40s or 50s she's you know an older woman and but she thinks she's like a she's in the body of like a seven-year-old she's still playing with dolls and stuff like this um and then there's the two other um the the one brother is um uh, it's uh do fuck who's the guy um howard's no it's not howard's brother it's the um, he's that other little guy he's in tangle and cash he's he's Oh no, that is Howard, right? Playing with the slinky. He's the guy in Tango Cash that makes he, all the the yeah the the good Howard Clint, uh, Clint Howard. No, it's not Clint. It's the other guy that Kurt he's Russell. In, he's in Scrooge. He's the uh, guy that freezes to death the homeless uh, guy. Oh yeah, I don't know his name, but I know. But he's, he's that little guy. He's in like yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in yeah, a yeah, bunch of these movies. Anyways, he's one of he's the in Tango Cash too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I got it mixed up. He's the guy in Tango Cash that that designs the weapons on the car and everything. He's yeah. like the Q of Tango <laughs> Cash. Um, he's is. He, He's in Tango and Cash. Yeah. Tango and Cash <laughs> is like this uh, Rolodex of who's who in Hollywood. Uh, anyways, they land in this place, and uh, weird shit starts happening. And then I like this concept. Yeah, they're very religious, too, and they don't like the woman smoking and whatever. Anyways, they start getting knocked off. Um, it's kind of fun. It's very like cheesy. Again, it has that, like, it's late 80s, but it has that kind of late 80s, early 90s look. There's things I like about it, things I don't like about it. It was okay. I'm going to give it six and a half out of hmm. ten. Ah. This does seem like my movie when you said like early 90s. Like I said, like, yeah, I mean, I mean baby. you yeah. might get more yeah, out Maddie, of it. Yeah, Maddie, that does That's seem like jam, an era. Man. Some of the kills are kind of fun, too. Like, you know, they're playing skip rope, and they end up doing something with a woman hanging her. The one guy they have on the swing, and they keep on swinging. He's like, no, like, it's a swing that's, like, on the end of a, a cliff. Yeah, of course. And they keep on swinging, <laughs> and then they cut it off, and he goes flying. And <laughs> I do feel like like there's there's visual effects that, in in late eighties, early nineties, Maddie just like looks like past. Yeah, and it's like, whatever. Fine. Yeah, that's awesome. fine. And then there's stuff in like the early eighties that Kyle will be like crazy, and I'll look this at them. Like, this isn't special effects, though. This is just. The, but they'll be looking. It has that. This is more of that look. The yeah, camera, the lighting. But I'll get those in the early eighties, and I don't have any of the like. The, nothing pulls me into either of these eras, no. and both of them. I find are usually like kind of hack, but like they're hack in a way that they knew how to set these things up at the time. They I were kind the, of like in. Yeah, the 80s would just fill every scene with fog and everything. Like they always did that kind of stuff. Neon lighting and shit like that. It just had yeah. a look. Whereas I think the 90s was like all the cinematography is just like brightly lit. There's no fog, no feel. There's none of that like atmosphere I think you get in the 80s ones. It doesn't have that grit that you get in the 80s. And all the cities, that dirty, gritty. I just also please. find in like the '80s one, you'll also get like, that's black. 
Like that's they're not actually shooting anything. Like they don't they can't actually expose the camera enough to shoot what we're supposed to see, right? Mm-hmm. But there's lots of fog and there's stuff so you can like yeah. you can use your imagination. I get that. But they're actually showing you nothing hmm. in a lot of these sequences. Um Hell Knight, which I just watched, it was like Oh, that is actually just black. They're just showing me black. Like they didn't shoot anything. It's underexposed. They they, there's a little tree branch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, and there's you, some smoke. You know what's happening. You're seeing stuff in the just just like if you were to take something a, is moving. If you were to take a walk in the woods and you can't see more than like say five feet in front of you, what's going on seven feet in front of you? Is but I never feel like it thing. looks like what what I see in the woods either, right? Yeah. But, but in the you, other ones, you see everything. You're you're right. Like mm-hmm. in the early uh, '90s, late '80s, you see it all. Like mm-hmm. th- they're just like. Oh, everyone's complaining it's too dark? Well, here you go. Sunshine is the best disinfectant. Here we go, baby. <laughs> and that's, I don't love that either, oh, I but I can kind of get both of the opinion. Like, now you can actually see what's going on. You can kind of just be immersed in whatever that world mm. is. And and in Kyle's, it's like, it's a, a more imagination-based, um, I think, hmm. at least to me. I, I've, I've thought about this a bunch when we watch these slashers. Um, House of Sorority Hill had uh, Row, whatever. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> has it's the same thing where it's like this is just fucking underlit. Uh, yeah, I'm curious if you're watching bad transfers. <laughs> it possibly because nothing felt underlit. Yeah, I don't remember that in House of Sorority. No, there, there's some stuff in Hel- the- Hell Knight. I definitely know is a case where there's it's yeah. like shots. Transfer. It's not like the whole thing. Like Hell Knight for sure. There's like massive sequences, mm. but there'll be shots in some of these movies where it's like that's a bad shot. That would be redone now. Like, mm-hmm. no one would let that go, but the film costs so much money. We'll let it go. We'll... Like, you can still get a vibe. Yeah, I, I have to think, think about it. I, I'm trying to think of it that in Hell Knight. I, don't, I remember it, but... I, Hell Knight is everywhere. But again, it, it depends what transfer you saw. If you saw a shitty transfer, then it's not done. The it's movie looked pretty movie. good overall. Right. Like... But it, yeah, but it could just be sequences, right? Hell Knight, yeah. I know, is actually a case where they even open... Even the Blu-ray they announced, like... We've lost the film for this has been lost for like that's why Hell Knight took so long to get on Blu-ray because I think like a lot of the film was lost for like thirty percent of the movie or something so that could be it. Usually you find that where they've lost the film like Rituals is another one that wasn't shot that dark. Rituals they've just lost the footage. Rituals is a different thing. You can tell it's bad footage. But Hell Knight's the same thing. They announce it right on the the Blu-ray and they talk about it in the the documentary too. But anyway, It, it looks pretty clear. But again, it's because yeah. it's thirty. Only thirty percent of it was lost. Right. Um, so, so maybe. The, anyways, Hell Knight's yeah. throughout the like anything that's shot in the dark, you can tell it's like a bad DP. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that at all. Like because, maybe when they're going to no, the castle? because I think you. Yes, I was thinking like in the basement. And stuff yeah, like the that. castle. Anything in the woods. Anything in dark. There's not a whole they, lot in the woods though. Like there's lots in the. Woods. Is there lots in the woods? Like in the, the woods. The 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 in the, the castle like underground the even? the castle grounds okay. which are are shot with big pine trees. Yeah. Well, I might watch that again before the top one hundred. We'll see if I agree with you or not. I'll, I'll, I, like, I'll like, look oh, for it. I'll it look for it. It would be insane. Anyways, it doesn't yeah. matter. Let's move on. I think, but uh, this yeah. is the two like I noticed yeah. this in early eighties films all the time. It's just like bad DPs don't know what they're shooting, and but it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe, and if you can get in the vibe, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the the but the nineties is a complete like try to like recover from that with horror films because there are a lot of people that on you can see now even are like why is it so dark? 
Hmm. I guess because we're watching it on like computer screens and shit like that. <laughs> so it's coming down. But that being said, like even dark, usually you can see like the blacks are different tones of black. Yeah, and that's that's usually how I can tell on streaming I think it, if it's four, bad. Four K too. That's where four K makes a difference, right? Like four K. If it's it's not black, it breaks down that black and like. So that was colors. the thing with Hell Knight. I really could see too. the layers of black, and nothing was happening. And nothing's happening. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you have watching, um, buddy? I also watched uh, from 1988 uh, a little film called The Carpenter. Uh, this stars. <laughs> Is this about Jesus? No, <laughs> that'd be a great uh, horror movie though. This stars Wings Hauser. Hauser. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. Uh, from Wings, Thomas no. Hayden Church, and I was getting <laughs> um, excited. You guys know who Wings Hauser is, all right? No, who's Wings Hauser? Really? He did like a fucking hundred movies in the eighties. He was huge in the eighties. He got into like a big drug problem. Um, Poor guy. Yeah, I think he actually he was doing stuff to the twenty tens. I think he died. Is he still alive? Oh, he's still alive, but I think he'd had like yeah. I think he's been fighting drugs his whole life. But he's done. If you like his filmography. He did like a hundred movies in the eighties. Anyways, he was a big, big star. Um, but this must be near the end of his run. This is a weird little oddity. Again, not saying Adam would like it, but maybe. So the, um, it, it actually is it a Canadian film? Oh, it is a Canadian film. I didn't realize that. So yeah, this woman's released from a, a little Co- uh, a Quebec institution. Um, she's suffering that like she, it opens up and she's just cutting her husband's suit up, and you don't know why. She's having this mental breakdown. She's kind of hallucinating stuff all the time. Um, but the, she gets released. The husband takes her. Um, he's bought this new home, and there's these construction workers and working on this big new home for her. Um, and, and whatever. There's construction happening there in the day. There's kind of, the, you know, the guys are hitting on her. They're all sleazy, whatever. <laughs> and then, but in the middle of the night, she, and her husband takes these quaaludes to, to help him go to sleep. He tries mm. to force on her. She's kind of a strong woman, actually, for the time. She's like, no, like, fuck, I'm not fuck taking this shit. Um, throughout the whole time, she kind of, like, fights back against stuff. Like, I'm not doing what you tell me to do. Anyways. What um, year is this? 1988. For the time. Yeah. She was a strong woman. Think about it. Yeah. 80s were a different time, man. Different time. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, he's knocked out. She starts hearing bangs in the middle of the night. She gets up. And there's a construction worker working on their house at like 3 a.m. And it's Wings Hauser. And he's just there. And he's like, she's like, aren't you a little late to be working? He's like, ah, you know, this job's got to get done. You know, I'm a, I'm a hard whatever, uh, you know, making sure this gets done on time. And she's like, well, can't you do it another time? He's like, nope, it's got to get done. She's like, okay, whatever. This is weird. Um, and I don't know if at this point, is she hallucinating? Does she think mm-hmm. she's hallucinating? Because she's like, okay, and goes to bed. But she starts getting awakened by this guy, and there's kind of like this romance. Like he's a Will super, they, won't they? super charming guy. But then, like this, like the construct, like this construction worker comes there, and he's like, "I'm gonna go sleep with that woman. I know her husband's away." And he comes and tries to, like, pretty much tries to rape her, but it never gets that far because Wings Hauser comes and fucking chops off both of his arms, and he's like. You're a little uh, hands-on or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's some witty, uh, yes. some witty line there. He kills him, and so he's like, don't worry, ma'am. You go to bed. I'll take care of it. So I think it's. Uh, she's like, am I dreaming this? this? Is real? I don't fucking this, know. This is like, yeah, yeah, the Tyler Durden. Like, uh, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And then, like, but it's got this definitely this dark comedy throughout. The whole thing's kind of like, it's obviously silly, but... Yeah. And and it goes on like that. Like, these other construction workers get fired for slacking, so they want to seek revenge, and he's taking care of them. Um, and then, you know, her husband's cheating on her and it goes places. It's just this weird little audio. I don't know. Again, like I'm not 
going to say it was great, but I was kind of entertained. Again, another one that I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. to revisit again. Again, going to give it six and a half. It doesn't hit that like that high. Sounds, I feel there's a Simpson episode about this. Yeah, where, like, like I, Ray Romano is like a reaper <laughs> that Homer thinks he can only see. It's, uh, it was interesting. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's just a weird, weird oddity of All a movie. Right. Like, <laughs> I could yeah, work sounds, out in the middle of the night. It, it sounds fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so I watched, uh, I don't have, have either of you seen The Bear season one yet? No, no, no. So the, the, this, I'm, I watched The Bear season two. This is, uh, stars Jeremy Allen White. This and, is the cook, right? Yeah. A chef, sorry. Chef, chef. It's chef <laughs> behind, side, cousin. If you watch the show, you know what all these mean. I think Adam's having a stroke over here. Yeah, that's that's what the whole show feels like. Everyone just having like a fucking intense stroke. Uh, the first season basically was one of the m- most intense series I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Do you dig it, or is it like too much? Like no, ah. I did. I, I like the first season. I was all in. I I like. I love the aesthetic, but I'll be honest. Like some of the stuff. Okay, so I'll unpack this. So, so the first season, it's all about the chef that his he's works at the basically the best restaurant in the world, let's say, mm-hmm. and he's on the line. And there's all this pressure, but then his brother dies. He commits suicide. Drugs are involved. And is he is he a cook too or no? And he has this like the beef, which is just like roast beef sandwiches, kind of shop hmm. Chicago style. Nice. And he comes in and he's going to take this back over and realizes how fucked up pressure and the pressure. He's already burnt out from the New York, like Mm. being at this fancy New York restaurant. He comes back to Chicago. It's a very Chicago series. Uh, And I just like, I kind of liked how it was both intense, well directed, but a little bit like shag doggy on the, the sides or something. There was something that wasn't as planned. I really love the second season as well. People are now saying, like, this is... One of the best TV shows? The, or the best TV show on... on right now. Uh, right now. Uh, and I don't discredit that, but I do feel like there's some cracks. Like, it, it does play into some corny kind of stuff occasionally. You know me with needle drops. Basically plays <laughs> if, like, you're the basic version of me like the, <laughs> the thing is it's all chicago songs that's what they're playing there's a the bunch chicago. of that but and i guess pearl jam is like uh, eddie vetter's uh, from chicago so i guess there's I don't think chicago the band <laughs> uh there's no chicago the band they do play like i like the stuff they play from the 80s but they they rely on these kind of like songs all the time mm-hmm. and and it feels sometimes it really fits so well they played animal by pearl jam in a very quintessential scene. I don't it know. One, two, three, four, five against one. Five, 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 five against one. Like that. And I, I was doing the one, two, three, four, <laughs> like the Eddie Vedder signals. Mm-hmm. On, in, in, and my, my, my wife was like, I'm just going to ignore this nerd shit that's <laughs> happening right now. Um, You're asleep on the couch tonight, buddy. Uh, but <laughs> the quiet moments of the series, uh, honestly, are what were a revelation, which you didn't have a lot. And there's a, a so Jeremy Allen White is getting a lot of the praise, but I feel like he's just kind of playing like kind of the character he played on Shameless on a much better show. But that character is still kind of two dimensional. I don't I don't get the other areas. I I feel like the plot drives that, and, and a lot of people don't agree with me on on this, but I I do feel like 
he's not great as great. The other chef, who uh, Sid, who uh, who is kind of gone in partnership, and it's going to be her new restaurant. So the whole second season about building this new restaurant, they decided to destroy the beef, build this new thing called the Bear, try to be a Michelin star restaurant, and because they found all this money, it's fucking. Like in the walls of the beef? Uh, yeah, kind of. You'll you'll get yeah. there uh, if you. Did I just ruin season one of? Uh... No, that's just like a moment. Uh, you ruin a moment. Uh... <laughs> if you ever need money, there's always walls in the beef. Yeah, <laughs> there is some banana things that are very effective. But there's there's an episode where one of those characters, Richie, who seems like the giant loudest asshole fucking terrible guy he's the best actor on the whole show in my opinion he's just fucking killing it scene after scene after scene and that's the only reason why you can put up with this guy but then he gets his episode where you actually go into his world it's fucking beautiful it's amazing i just feel like some of the other stuff is a little safer in terms of what they already know and it feels a little bit more managed where I can't quite go to the same level that everyone's freaking out. And I, it seems all set up. There, Jamie Lee Curtis is, is the mom in, in, in two episodes in this, and she destroys it as like this mom that is having a breakdown during Thanksgiving or Christmas. It, it's crazy. Odin Kirk's in, in this oh, episode. Okay. John, uh, 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 Barenthal from, uh, Walking Dead and the Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. He like it's they get all these guest spots where you're like, how the fuck did you get this person to say six lines of dialogue? Is Jamie Lee Curtis's husband Rob Reiner? He comes in like the new girl. Yeah, it's not quite Rob. The the, the husband's dead at this point. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All uh, Oliver Platt is is so good. I I want him to do everything. (laughs) He's so good in this. Every second he's on screen, he's saying dialogue is great. Um. I think I'm gonna only give it an eight, though. I feel like let you down a little bit. It just, I, I think the in between stuff about the actual restaurant, the actual building, the actual plot of the series is kind of not interesting. Everything else is fucking amazing. All the there's one episode with this one chef or a dessert chef that goes to Denmark to learn more, and it's You're beautiful. You're just getting to know the uh, characters at this point. All the side character shit is great. There's Manic Pixie Dream Girl stuff that comes with yeah. Carmi. I, I'm not into that shit. Um, give me the real fucking shit. If you're going to be a show about these fucking frayed wires, but also be hilarious, give me the mm-hmm. frayed wires that are, are real and natural. Anyways, yeah. that's that's the bear. Season two. Um, I get, do you have more money? I've only, yeah. Okay, I, I got uh, two more. Uh, Hell High from 1989. Um, I thought this was a Halloween film because there's a scene with masks. It's not, so no. glad I watched it now. Um, this is kind of reminding me of what's that one we watched? I think we covered it. Was it called show. How High? Hell High. <laughs> no, it was a movie called How High, right? With oh, uh, um, yeah, uh, Beth Van Redman? Uh, possibly. No, so. no, no, no. John Lovitz. John Lovitz was in How High? No, you're thinking of Higher Learning or something. It was like <laughs> no, that's not right either. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with I us? I think How High was uh, the neighbor from uh, Al Bundy's show, America's Children. He was in How High. Ted, whatever. 
You're thinking no, of no. High School High with John yeah. Lovitz. Okay. Yeah, there it is. And how high is... It was a neighbor... Uh, no, no. The, yeah, uh, he, a, Griff from uh, Marriage Story. It's Tour Method Red. Man and Mike Epps and Red Man. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I, well, we were there. You, if you, were you there, didn't doubt not. me on, on yeah. the Method Man and Red Man... Yeah. Uh, you already got there. You kind of gave me a look like that's not it. I, yeah. And it was like... Come on. So this has nothing to do with any of those two fucking movies. Jesus. Uh, this is Focus. similar to Class of 1983, kind of. Okay. You know where you... Is, it, is that what it was in 83, right? I don't 84. know. 84? Um, where you cover kind of like... All these people... You cover kind of these teens. They're kind of despicable. It opens up and the one guy's a prick to the, the teacher. Um, she embarrasses him. Uh, I think she actually slaps him in, in front of... In the, in the face in front of everyone. Um, but he, he's going to get revenge on her. Um, so yeah, they go and at first they kind of go to her, they follow her home, uh, these teens. And then the, the one guy, the, the one leader is kind of like the real despicable guy and he's kind of watching, they're watching her on change and, but they're like, Oh, I got an idea. We're going to come back. So they put on these masks that I guess there's, she lives by this swamp and there's this no one, um, two people got killed at the swamp and it was actually mm-hmm. sorry that opens up i forgot to mention that she was actually the kid and was kind of responsible for these two teens dying but it's kind of oh. been like this secret that's been you know buried inside like of her prom night kind of deal kind of yeah okay um but so they're gonna go there I knew, they don't know that she's responsible they just know that there's this ghost story yeah and they're like she lives by in the also they don't know they're gonna use that and they get all the, they fill bags up with swamp water and they wear the, the masks are creepy like there's one mask and it's kind of got like a second head attached to it that's kind of cool one's like a devil mask um I forget what the other two are and one of one of the it's it's three men and one of them is a woman a woman that's involved as well which is kind of you know I guess classified before was the same way mm-hmm. um but yeah and they go and they torment her and scare her to death, but then um, her friend comes, helps her, gives her some drugs, knocks her out, um, but then the guy a, decides... A mild sedative. Yeah, uh, not quaaludes are a popular <laughs> thing these, but this guy's like, well, fuck, I'm still going to get revenge on this isn't enough, and he's going to maybe rape her. Then the girl comes in, you think she's going to tell him, like, this is wrong, but then she kind of, like, gets on, and... But huh. it's just, like, this weird thing, like, they don't... You know, it never fully goes there, thankfully, but... An accident happens, and uh, you know it just—it's one of those things that goes. It, I don't want to spoil too much, but it goes further and further, and uh, and then it's like them trying to to cover this up. So it, the first like hour is more of like a class of 1984, and then the last half an hour becomes the straight slasher movie where someone's going around knocking them all off. Uh, yeah, again, like there's a lot of things I really like. This is another one that I kind of interesting as hell. Actually. I'm excited to revisit. Uh, Arrow put this one out again. I'm gonna give it six and a half. It's just missing yeah. that special thing that puts it over the edge. But maybe on second viewing, it will. Again, I think I need. I, you know, I, I needed to know maybe this where is, this it's is just, go. The, like just like true to your uh, like slasher roots right here. If I give something six point five, I may never watch that movie ever again in my life. But yeah. like like. There's, there's every, I think every slash. I, I almost uh, like. I think this is a good time to like kind of revisit like what are the the quintessential elements mm-hmm. um, that make you want to go back to these these movies. Well, again, it's usually teen teens, usually pranks, <laughs> revenge. It's usually a prank gone wrong. Is he like yeah, swamp? There's usually interesting. I think so. Is it is it plot? I think the characters atmosphere. are usually interesting. The atmosphere. Usually, some of the kills uh, again in this one. I like the masks element. I love the idea of a you know. But there's got to be like a thing, right? Like, cause it's a it's a specific joint, and they're not always the same thing. Yeah, like, you know? hypothetically, with, with being a swamp and mask, would you watch this for Shocktober? Because I yeah, feel like it'd I, be think like it, good... I think it could work in Shocktober. Mm. Yeah, because 
in in reality, like at this point, probably Maddie doesn't have his score, but we probably both, all three of us, I bet, have watched like four thousand movies. Yeah, mm. like we're around there. Yeah, Maddie, we don't know because he doesn't have his number. This in. is our cathedral, baby. But like, we're we're kind of there, and like, at, I I start thinking about like, okay, Maddie and I are forty. You're gonna be forty soon, and. What are we going to watch again? What are we going to watch again? But, like, there is something, and I can tell, like, when you're watching these movies, you're engaged. I think it's just, again, I think if we weren't doing Shocktober, where you watch 100 movies <laughs> you would be in a month, this. maybe I might not revisit these. But, yeah. Right. There's always, there's always a certain element, whether it's, like, the goofy characters, the crazy kills, mm-hmm. the zaniness of it, the atmosphere. Um, yeah, I think there's always just different elements. that I, I think that's why I like Sasha. I think it's, like... It could be the murder mystery. It could be the goofy characters. It could be the unique kills. Does it have anything to do uh, personally? Like, say um, you're going through a good time when you watch this movie. And you're like, oh, I was like, you kind of want to feel what you're feeling. Like, I guess that's what nostalgia is. Like, say you were like 13. You're like, oh, I was going through a good time with this. I'm going to watch the movie again. Or like, but I don't like that. Might be you, mm-hmm. and because like, you have, I, a, I feel songs the same way, right? Like, but that's not Kyle. Mm-hmm. I think this usually people have some kind of genre that they like, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No, no. I, I, it's, I think I, it's yeah, we're getting closer. It's to hard the, to the narrow series. it down because again, there is so many. But like, you can I like, watch like the shittiest of shit. Yeah, and. And feel like that wasn't a waste of your time. Where for me, it's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Because I usually I'm entertained. Like if it's a bad movie, I'm probably entertained about the bad acting, the bad the camera and the shots. Like I love. Right, you're breaking yeah, it down that, on that that's level. That's why we'll watch pieces. I think time so, and time I mean again. horror films. A lot of horror films are like that. Even when you get into Italian films, it's like it could just be the good kills every like 20 minutes. You, you you'll watch a yeah. shit, or you'll watch a shitty movie. Because that last twenty minutes is fucking insane. Like, there's a lot of movies that are like that. Yeah, and I I do agree. Like, uh, definitely. Like, there's sometimes you watch a movie, and and in the whole movie you don't get much out of. It, but there's one th- section of it that'll never leave you. Yeah, I I think to me slashers are oh, comfort got, food. There's one like, more. You got one more? No, no, no. I was thinking uh, that would be perfect to talk about Warlock. Yeah. I do have one more. Yeah, and, and, and I've got one more. But yeah, I, I do. I think it's comfort food. I think, like, yeah. again, most slashers are 60 minutes to an hour and a half. So you're not getting, like, every movie these days is two and a half. They're short and sweet. There's usually not a lot to them. You can turn off your brain. You're not overthinking. Yeah, yeah. You throw it on. You know what you're going to get. Anyways, the last one I am going to talk about is Stage Fright from 2014. No relation to the 80s Stage Fright, the Italian. Or the Hitchcock. Or the Hitchcock, no, no relation. This is actually a Canadian movie, I believe. Yeah, I feel like this was done at done our work. Um, so you, you got to say it because that's a bias. Um, Mini drivers in there at the beginning. Meatloaf is the star star of this. A bunch of young actresses that I didn't. Meatloaf. Re- yeah. So it's about. It opens up. Mini driver is the star of this play, The Haunting of the Opera. It's uh, it's pretty much fans of the opera. It's a big. This is her big uh, opening of the the show, and she's you know they say like oh, you know blah blah blah's out there. This is the deal you've been waiting for, but someone the, the someone comes in wearing the killer. She thinks it's her boyfriend. He kills her off, and uh, and her kids were just in the room, and now so we cut to the twenty years later, and the kids are growing up. They're at uh, they work. Uh, Meatloaf ended up taking them in because he was her agent. Um, and I think they were lovers too, Mini Driver. Anyways, he takes the kids in. He's running now. 
he's he was a big producer then. He's kind of not so much anymore, but he's trying to still get that big break. He he's runs tra- an acting still camp. pushing his loaf out. Into yeah, the yeah. Um, he's trying to. So he runs an acting school. Um, uh, and anyways, and they're they're putting on now. They announce they're going to do that. It hasn't been done since the haunting of uh, the opera, but this time they're going to do um, with. Um, Fuck, what is it with a... Uh, I think it's like with a... They're taking like an Asian uh, version. Kabuki? The, yeah, Kabuki like twist on it. Um, it is a musical. I'm going to say that right now. It's a musical slasher. So you do cut into song. The first song, it's kind of like witty and it's kind of like playing on all the stereotypes. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is kind of like fun. The lyrics, not not so much by the end. I, I wasn't really down with a lot of the music. The kills are actually like... when They're pretty good and and violent and uh they were interesting but uh yeah overall didn't really work with me the daughter is like gonna you know trying to be the the mother and she's gonna go for the star role um and people are getting killed around her and then like the the guy the director running it is kind of like this douche and he's kind of like oh well if you want that role you got to go down on me or something and she's like no i don't want to he's like well i guess i can give it to this person so this back and forth of how far she's going to go and is she going to ruin her innocence to get this role? It's like they kind of play on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. Um, I didn't hate it. Like again, the kills were cool. Some of the songs were okay. Some of them not so okay. I'm going to give it a five and a half though. Pretty forgettable. Mm. Will not be making the top 100. Um, but yeah, there you go. It's number 20 for me. So it might. Uh, you never know. Uh, you really like stage fright from 2014. Yes. <laughs> get, 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 get out of here. Someone I regular listen to, stage fright. I can't. I'm not going to name the podcast, but I listened to this podcast yeah. in preparation for us. And I guess years ago they did a top 50 slasher. So we're we're doing the top 100. I don't yeah, think it's been done before. Just throwing it out there. It's exciting. Um, but they had this like kind of high up on their list. I'm like, really? Like I thought that looked like shit. So I, I threw it on, and yeah, I, I do disagree with them. But you know, I guess some people might like it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I got the last one, yeah. uh, uh, and this is uh, uh, La Le Bonheur. This is uh, Agnes Varda from 1965, and I thought you were just saying Mumbo Jumbo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mumbo words. Jumbo from 1960. No, Le Bonheur from uh, 1965. Um, ever uh, if if you've been listening back, uh, I've had kind of a Varda thing the last few yeah. years. Uh, this kind of cements it in a way, like, so she basically sets up this, just, it's a family, they've got kids, uh, husband and wife, everything's great, and it, it feels kind of like pastoral, innocuous, almost at first, almost like, uh, Wes Anderson, if he didn't have to be like shouting how well his compositions were put together. Like, there's definitely like a lot of stuff in this that's that like, oh, problem? wow, that's that's definitely uh, like influenced how. And you know, he's he's been made no uh, secret about his love of the French New Wave. And and then there's another woman that comes involved, and it's played so sunny and like, oh, this could be the normal way. That it is like this husband. He seems like a nice guy. He's got his wife. Who cares if he's cheating? Honestly, the tone of the movie never drops down, and there's some tragic shit into fucking total tragedy. But, but it's played like sunshine. It's all played the way like through? sunshine all the fucking way through, other than one scene, 
and it's jarring and I didn't know how to feel about it because she's basically making a horror movie about this dude. He thinks he can do whatever he wants. He can get away with whatever he wants. He can frame it whatever he wants because he's honest. It, it's a good... It, it, it Honestly, I covered Barbie in the last episode. This is a good kind of like... Counter... Ca- or or like side point to Barbie in a way. Like, I think this is a better movie than Barbie. Uh, it, like, in terms of its subtlety, uh, for sure. But you basically have this story that out, that plays it. And, and me being a guy, like... If you watch this movie in the wrong point of your life, could it have switched your uh, judgment of everything? Say you watched it when you're like 13, 14. Yeah, I think I think would it, have, uh, I think it probably could because then you'd be like, why is this a happy ending? Hmm. Why the fuck is this a happy ending? But would you have that like wherewithal to actually? Clock I don't it, think or? you can't not yeah. like. I think you'd be or or you'd just be like, this was terrible. Yeah, that's a terrible movie. Like why? Like you, but it's totally on purpose. It's totally set up that way. Um, so something that seems so light and breezy and whatever, and I was like, oh, this is good, but it seems maybe it's lesser. And then all these other fucking layers, and she's so good at at just sh- shooting actors and shooting scenes. Unbelievable. I'm going to give it a uh, – it's an eight. Um, oh, perfect. I, I, I think uh, – yeah, I'll what revisit. You Barbie? You gave Barbie an eight too? Yeah, I gave Barbie an eight yeah. as well last week. Um, so that would be like a good double feature is what you're saying? I think it would be a great double feature. Uh, La Bonner from uh, Agnes Varda. So that's I, it, right? Shall we get into uh, yeah. Warlock the Armageddon? Warlock! <laughs> you, you all know, like, that's the scene in the movie where he's like, Warlock, <laughs> yeah. damn you. Uh, anyways, no, it's uh, how pumped we are. Yeah. The two are, oh, are we? Warlock. Um, <laughs> let's throw up the trailer. Here's the trailer for Warlock the Armageddon from 1993. All the signs are now in place. Warlock. Here. The son of Satan has returned to fulfill his destiny. What does that command? There are five stones like the one she wears. You must possess them all. He has six days to seek out the stones of power. Who the hell are you? I'm interested in this stone. It's not for sale. I never said anything about buying. And hold destruction. Picasso. Definitely Picasso. In the palm of his hand. Tomorrow, everything is going to be destroyed. I've come for the stone. There's only one way to stop a warlock. You mean like I have to fight? I can't even fight the school bully. A chosen few stand between him and his quest. Who am I? A second warrior. Get the stone as far away as possible. They must destroy him. This is the best you can do! Before he destroys creation. Rides over. But to conquer the warlock. Our betrayals, partners. They must face the ultimate fear. You look so tough now, do you, Blondie? Julian Sands. It is time.
Every 600 years, a great evil is awakened to unleash Armageddon using a group of five mystic stones. Now, an order of druids must train their children to battle the evil warlock in a race for the stones before he awakens his father, Satan, and brings about the end of the world. Yes, this is part two of the Warlock series directed by Anthony Hickox, uh, probably most famous for horror fans. Uh, he did Waxwork 1 and 2, yeah. uh, Sundown, The Vampire Retreat, It Hellraiser feels 3. very Waxworks to yeah. me in, in terms of the look and appearance. He's yeah. even got one sec- scene in a car- like a Carney show. As we were talking about scenes in movies that like, this is better than this whole movie. But that scene really did it for me. Uh, it is. Yeah, re- I, I agree, actually. I was just going to say, it's written by Kevin Rock, who did Howling for the Freaks and the Fantastic Four, the 1994 movie that was made. Oh, for TV? Like the that? Roger Corman, just yeah. so they could keep the rights. Um, yeah, Julian Sands is back. Um, this is a completely different movie than Warlock, right? Like, yes. all the rules have changed. Yeah. Like, I kind of like Julian Sands even more in this movie, though. Like, I think he's I, just... I feel there are two movies going on. Um, <laughs> yes. So Julian Sands is being born of a woman on the uh, that scene is lunar crazy. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about that scene. Yeah. So like, yeah, again, you get the opening, and this time Julian Sands isn't in the opening though. It's opening, and these people are coming to stop. How to? Oh, that's where we should start. That's the worst <laughs> opening credit scene it's I've ever seen in my life. Which like, one? Oh, the, it, it and, just keeps pausing to like, show names. It's oh. like tapestry. It's like oh, there's okay. a scene where this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's a so bunch f- of uh, knights come in to stop the birth of Christ, and they're battling with these demons or druids, and it's pausing at all the cool spots to show names. But so, it's not even the cool spots. It's just pausing at but, spots. But yeah. the action spots. Yeah, it keeps pausing in action, and then you'd be like, okay, what's the action sequence? And then nothing fucking happens. Yeah. And then it pauses again. And I'm like, oh my God, fucking Maddie, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. What the hell have you brought yeah. me into? This is my first time watch for this. So I, I, I can't uh, <laughs> I can't even defend myself. I am sitting here like but, a. But uh, they stop that. The stones go missing. And it's now crazy, we though. It is crazy. That opening section is. I think the opening, it looks like, yeah, mine's a full moon. Yeah. I think the best, the, op- the crazy opening. Is fucking. It Julian's, just cuts to this random woman. She's getting. She's getting ready dinner. for a date, and all of a sudden, she looks at the window. There's a lunar eclipse, and all of a sudden, she's like, "Ah, oh, pain." She drops a table. She fucking grows like a baby in a matter of seconds, and an her stomach. Adult baby. And yeah. adult baby pops out this like slimy creature thing. It's all like gross and disgusting. It is just this grotesque scene. There's a fucking dog there that gets killed. Like right yeah. away, they're like, "We're gonna kill a dog." And show you we mean business. And then Julian Sands is walking around with his magic stick hanging out. Yeah, yeah you saw his wand, uh, right? With, yeah. with, with, with tar, tar yeah. over all over. Um, yeah, like this. This goes from maybe like the opening credits are maybe like it's a terrible fucking yeah, opening. Yeah. And then this happens. I go. Yeah. All right, that was the opening credits. Why am I judging a movie on opening credits? This is fucking something. Mm-hmm. But then, and he's like, even like it, it makes like I don't know why because you don't see this any other time. But he's like talking to her as if he's a baby, and he's like. Let me in, mommy. And he yeah. sees the baby cry, and then like you cut. Away. I think he's just fucking with her. Yeah. Right? Okay. Don't you have a kiss for your baby, mommy? Yes. <laughs> um. It's fucking yeah. It's weird and, and crazy and grotesque. He is, he is and, delightfully evil in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. Like, like Julian Sands is a lot of fun. He, in he gets all the one-liners in this movie. It's pretty much as a warlock. He is like going and. And I just feel like now he knows. I I don't know how they made him make this movie, but like 
I'm going to have to be in a really bad... It kind of reminded me of Man of Steel if it was, like, the worst movie ever. <laughs> like, like, like he's... Okay. What? Like, he is, he's, he's Michael Shannon's character, and the other two oh, are okay. super uh, man combined because they're on the streets yeah, and whatever's going on. But, like, Julian Sands, it's just like, okay. Like, I, apparently he liked the script, at least for the first film. The first he film. He thought it was, like, going to be the, a... The first film makes sense. And then... Yeah, I can kind of see the first film. And that was, I think, box office it did okay. No, like, it did terrible. We we covered that in the last one. No, it must it, have did well It on did VHS well because of VHS oh, yes, and VHS. Like, pay-per-view and so whatnot. In the box office, it did You well. learn he had six days to get these stones back. I think the, he, the woman that he pops out of, she had one stone. He has to go and collect the other five stones to summon Satan and start the Armageddon. Best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Zach Galligan comes randomly to Dork because he just did waxwork with the director. It's crazy so how like he was here and he's gone. Like, yeah, I, I, I dug it. Like, hey, I think it was just he just they're they're probably buddies. Like, uh, hey, I'm doing. Sense. He's probably filming the other movie at the same time. Do you want to keep one? your SAG card? Yeah, yeah come on in. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna spoil this right now. Of course, I like this film better than the first film. Oh, that's crazy! I think I had more fun with this. I think it's the same I shitty hated movie. This film, I think it's the same shit in that I, it's I, like, no, the film itself isn't good, but it has a lot of sequences. And I think the sequences there in this are, are better. Two films going on at this point. There's one where Julia Sands is going on a road trip where he is just killing people in cool ways, which yeah, I, collecting the stones. Which, it's, to be honest, I probably prefer the people who are training the kid and the. And I like the other no, movie. That, the other movie is so bad. Mm-hmm. And as this is going on, Julian stands collecting these stones. And the, on the other half, there was a group of druids. It's kind of like a Jedi training sequence. Oh god, yes. it's so bad. The the baseball sequence. Yeah, Ooh. that's got to be. But well- I, I like like I like those three actors. Like it's the one guy from the thing. The thing. He's the guy that like his stomach rips open. Yeah, and, but they're so bad. And then in it's this. it's the other guy who I always thought was Richard Donner because he was always in Richard Donner's films. He kind of looks like Richard Donner. Yeah, he does. I always kinda, thought it was Richard Donner doing cameos like in his Richard own films. Donner, yeah, um, it's not. But he's in this. Um, but he's in like Lethal Weapon and everything mm. um, and then the other guy the third guy is in a bunch of stuff too oh it's R.G. Armstrong which I think this is final film he did like race the devil the car oh, all these he, great is horror is he the films. one that gets uh, his char- arms chopped off in the elevator so yeah no no, or, or, or the elevator no the elevator is uh, the guy from the thing isn't no, it no no yeah. but I'm, I'm the, the guy in the I don't know where they are when his arms get chopped oh, off okay Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a yeah, smiley yeah, guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He's always smiling. He's think, like, so, yeah. "Oh my god, you're learning new things." He's got an interesting look to him. He's, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the the young kid is a kid from uh, I recognize from the Great He's Outdoors. So fucking yeah. terrible. He is bad. And then and then Michael J. Fox's uh, 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 love interest from Spin City, Paula Marshall. Oh, she's bad in this. She was yeah. Spin City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. She's so bad in this. <laughs> They're both so bad. The 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 like. She's better than him, but I see. I didn't mind like the three old guys and the priest. I didn't. The kids like the train. The kids getting trained sucked. But I don't know. Again, these movies like I didn't care about them. Yeah. So I'm like, if you want to do a Jedi thing, sure, go I ahead. I hated. So this is actually two movies for me: the Jedi training movie to the Druid warrior that's going to take down so Julian Sands. Bad. And there's a story that goes with it that is like bullshit. And uh, that's got to be three quarters of the movie. And then you've got a quarter of the movie where Julian Sands going around. He is following a map that is based on like uh, he cut out a chunk of his mother and her skin is changing topographic ways to show him where these stones are. There's a great scene cool. where it's drying up and he actually has to kill. Uh, the, the, he picks up this hitchhiker and she's annoying him talking. Yeah. To him. She's trying to fl- hit on him. 
he realizes the map's getting yeah. dry, so uh, he tears hair, off yo, her fucking How does my head. hair look? Yeah. I guess I, you will look for yourself. And he, like, cuts off her fucking scalp. Rips her. it off, yeah, and uses that to, like, um, you I, know, I think the map. all of the stuff with him. And it's you, great. And you got the carnival stuff. It's great. The, the scene at the, the, uh, the um, uh, fuck, what is it? The model, the modeling uh, show or whatever, right? It's uh Oh, yeah, yeah, like the runway? Um, runway thing. But the wom- woman running mm. it has one of the stones, and she's like, yeah, yeah. how about, would you? give it to me if I can prove to you I'm a real warlock and she's like okay whatever this guy's crazy I'll go up and see what he has and he's like he shows it's like a Superman sequence he yeah. flies strapped and she's like oh shit I'm flying and then he's just like okay yeah, drops her yeah. off see you later and drops so her. it's just him like stealing these stones by like uh, uh, tricks of the devil I think unfortunately for me and why I think this is total garbage <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not arguing with you it is because you have the overlying story with the druids in the town it sucks it sucks i see i, th- I think that's more interesting than the and i i hate story. the uh no, almost like me. the uh mythology the of like, is, like i think it's way more interesting after stones and like pieces of a book none of it is interesting or a me. guy from the the thing Pass, is, like, they have all these things. Like, I don't know, bugs are coming out of the land. Cool, I guess. Like, they have all these things. Like, how do yes. you know this is going by? Like, I don't know. I guess. What else is like? They just. But at least things, the mythos. They, work. I think, in this one, they actually had some kind of outline to the mythos. They had an idea. Where I feel the, the exact they opposite. Yeah. I feel this one. They had nothing. The other one, they had this. Like, okay, no. Milk was bad. Cows went at night. Uh, but they, they, they like, and salt. the other one, every ten minutes they threw in some new thing. This one, it's like, like what? Like the, the first one, like. It, yeah, he's gonna. Find the book, and the book will give him this name, and then he can say the name. Like, but every 10 minutes, they would these are some both weird stupid thing. fucking things. I just got to point this out there. I don't want to be uh, that guy. <laughs> that guy that's saying anyone is better than the other because they're both so dumb. Uh, Everything in this film just looks better. Their practical effects look better. Wait. The effects look better. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some yeah, yeah, the, yeah. When he walks down the fucking stairs. From the, above, yeah. where you can actually see the outlines of the digital shit. But that that was bad in the other one too. Like at least this one, it has. I don't know. I thought a lot of the the uh, kills and stuff were better in this one. You might be right. I guess some. I don't know. There wasn't many kills in the last one. A lot of the kills were done off screen on the first one. Yeah. Right. Like or this one, there's yeah, a bit like more the, bloody gore. At least gore. this has cool yeah. gore practical effects. It's really the only I'll, thing I'll these films have for them. Like they're terrible films. So the one scene that I think... Matty uh, does not agree with this. Yeah, I really didn't like this movie. I think this is actually considered the better film by most people, I believe, when oh, I was reading crazy. up on it. Um, we'll I, I, see I, I, what the online consensus yeah, yeah, yeah. on. All, I'll get this I, I feel there's one scene in this that's made this movie worth talking about, and that is a scene where he goes to a uh, fun house. Yeah, Where it's run by like a bunch of like freaks and this one soothsayer that realizes that he's actually... Well, she's like that little... She's that little person that's been in tons of 80s mm-hmm. movies. Um, and her demise is yeah, fucking brutal. Oh, yeah, brutal. But even I like the one that with the next guy where he takes him into the mirror. The House of Mirrors? Yeah, the it House looks great, right? No, no. That sequence might be the best sequence of all the movies. Yeah, the, what the, about the, the Picasso? You guys didn't like that? I, I did like the Picasso. That's what I think. Like, I think Julian movies, Sands. It, uh, that's yeah. what I would say. Like, if it was just him going around and like find these stones this movie would be amazing but that's only like 25 minutes of this movie and there's an hour of this bullshit. but i, I think that um, i think that i think both movies they suck other than the sequences and i think this movie just has better sequences so so I well, I uh, the, I the really first cool. one is it, it definitely seems like it's the more higher rated love, uh, really yeah. movie uh, yeah. i can see that i want yeah I, was, I guess i watched the youtube video that was saying why part two is better I don't know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh like yeah i don't think that you uh, i i i uh there's just so much time devoted to the 
the kids and them dying. This yeah. dragged for me. Like, yeah, dragged. Like, the other one was just, like, snappy. When he is not on screen, when Julian Sands is not on screen, this movie is... And he's two. in it less than the other one. Mm. And the, at least in the other one, like, I didn't love Laurie Singer in that role, but she's, like... She's there. Yeah. But Richard E. Grant is Richard E. Grant. He can mm. fucking sell a... Uh, exactly. Uh, I hated him in that film. <laughs> oh, I, I loved him. But I don't like Julian Sands in these films either, so yeah, that shows enough. why maybe I don't care about any of that. Um, again, like I think these are bad movies that each have five or six good sequences. Yeah, I, I feel the five like and six good sequences in this film are way better than the five or six. If good it wasn't Julian Sands playing the warlock in this film, if it was just some like what's dude. the memorable scene in the first film? In the first film, can you think of like three? When he gets like the uh, nail in the head, when he has to sell the, getting the nail in the head, the nail in the head. Yeah, when she's like putting the uh, magic nails in the sand. Yeah, it's okay. I'm yeah. thinking. I, I would say maybe the the one um, where um, what's the kill in the the first film? When he rips out his tongue because he looks like he's kissing him. I would him, say Mary Wallenoff's like, death in the first one is kind of fun. Yeah, the 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 end sequence in the like, but the end sequence is better in this one. The effects are the gooey effects are way better in this one. Where he's literally melting. It I looks just way better in this oh, film. Th- that, by, by that, that actually is great. But the actual sequence sucks. But yeah. that effect. But is that's great. what I mean. The, the, these movies do suck. But this one has better sequences. The Picasso scene, the Funhouse scene, yeah. the the birth. Scene, all those three are, are more memorable than any scene in the but first. It's film. just effects scenes, which I don't really care because, like, you have to follow along this other thing where the other movie you follow along a better story, I a disagree. better clip. Yeah, I disagree. Um, I, yeah, like, I, I just the other one I didn't mind watching. This one, I it was a slog, I hated watching. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, I, seven percent of this movie was terrible, and like, 30 percent, it was good. Yes. Because it's More effects like, uh, based and Julian Sands getting to be like a, I, I think Julian Sands is an acquired taste because it, it's not like what he says; it's just what he's fucking uh, doing. How he delivers it, how and he's... and and like weird looks he's always giving. Like there's stoic stuff. Now, do I want to watch Gothic more than either of these two movies? Yes. <laughs> Julian Sands gets a really chew fucking scenery. Um. Anyway, scores. I'm going to go uh, six and a half. Ooh. <laughs> I was going to go five. Yeah, I'm going five. Okay. Anyways. No, I, I'm going to five, 4.5. Wow. I'm going to go four. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm no. Going five. I, I, no, yeah, yeah. That being said, yeah, uh, the Julius Hand scenes are amazing. I just hated I think no, these movies no, suck. I'll go, f- I'll go five. I'll I think go these five. movies suck. If you're a practical effects guy, they'll watch the second one. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I, I'm curious about part three. Like, this might be like the... Uh, it's going to be worse. It might be better. Like, who knows? Because I have such low expectations for it. No, I've, from what I've seen of part three, I don't but think Matty, so. But, Matty, just so everybody... If you didn't listen to part one of this, Matty mm. really likes the first... Yeah, I really like the and first And honestly, one. like, the first one seems like a more competent movie to me mm. as well. Uh, I don't... I disagree. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Like, <laughs> I, Yeah, I thought the first one just... Seemed like a mess of a movie, and I didn't. I care feel about you anybody. guys might be in the minority on that. I think Warlock has a fan base. Like that's the it, horror it, film. The horror film fans love it. No, like I just looked quickly online. The original mm. Warlock has a better score on Letterbox. But what's the difference? Three Letterbox two, three to yeah. two point eight on Letterbox. But, okay, yeah, so that doesn't. But matter. six point something on ID, IDMB to five low fives on mm. IMDb. Mm. So. Yeah. It's that's a IMDb usually mm. that like I don't think either of these mean anything by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, the general consensus is that Warlock One is better than Warlock Two. Um, 
but and but I did read a little bit like Warlock has like fans. Like there's people that like this is a big thing. Like this uh they're Maddies. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can't I, I find that hard. Film to aficionados like myself, not like Because <laughs> they're just the actual like mythos is the first one I, I get I get down with more. It's interesting. I, that being said. And where they're going, like I'll be I don't know why I'm fucking <laughs> I don't like these movies. <laughs> like they're you gave the first one like six, six. and the uh, other one five. Like they're not. not I've never watched these movies. Probably for the because we've covered them on the show. That's pretty much it. I'll bet money I'll never watch any of these movies. I don't even know. Well, I am going life. five years from now. You're going to watch Warlock one again. All right. Mark mark my words. When is, it, when is this coming out? <laughs> two for a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two for a beer. All Within right. Five years. You'll watch Warlock again. Hmm. I'm not going to, but that, that you will. Five years. I'm, I got a two poor, two yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty four um, beers coming. Your yeah, way. I'm gonna say so far this is the worst series we've covered on the show yeah, for yeah, me. Fair enough. Um, this is nowhere near the worst show. The, the series. Oh well, I guess. Do we count like? Uh, does it have to be the same like movies, series, or or, or just series? In Which general? is, I, I would say, like months that we've covered. Yeah, this is nowhere near for me. <laughs> <laughs> um. You're crazy, but uh, anyways, the budget on this three million, box office three point nine million, so it actually was more of a success. Wait, than the this first was film. three million. That was fifteen million. Yeah, That's crazy. actually, I don't know if uh, maybe I'm not wrong. Sorry, Kyle, I, I owe you an apology. This probably will be in the stack of a bunch of them because usually there's a, a standout, and I don't think we're going to get that. But there's only three here. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think three. But is nature going gonna to muck. Be. I had alligator. Yeah. Are you like Grizzly? No, we didn't cover girls, anyways. Oh, we wow. will one day. Oh, we didn't cut. What we? What we? Oh, Day of the Animals. Yeah. Day How Day do you animals. fucking think these are more entertaining than Day of the Animals? That's crazy. Oh, crazy yeah. talk. Because there's one scene of Day of the Animals that I can remember. It's oh, just so fucking Leslie Leslie Nielsen with his shirt off. Like that's it's all crazy, it. folks. Write in and tell me how crazy <laughs> this guy is. I don't think. Write in and tell me yeah. how I'm right. If you want to write into Adam, you can uh, write uh, into him at moviecitymanics at gmail dot com. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook. Uh, we have a uh, like page, group page. And we're on Instagram at Movie City Manix. Yeah, stay charmed.